Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Well, Andrew and I haven't been in the same room podcasting for a few weeks. It has been a minute since we have seen each other. It's been a minute. Hi there. Hello to you. We like to check in. Hi there. Hi. Hi there. <laughs> and our guest, that wonderful Silky. Oh, you're an alto, alto baritone. You're not exactly a baritone. I'm not a baritone. Tenor? I would say I'm a tenor. A tenor. A tenor. Not tenor. an alto. I'm an alto. Aren't tenors like the, the nobody tenor, wants that like, in a man <laughs> for, for musical pieces? Tenors are like the altos of dudes. I don't know. What yeah. is it? I don't know. You're not you're not lower than that, but you're not like yeah. A, yeah, I like tenor. I think tenor is like a solid. Pleasant. Yeah. 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 Not you, don't have, you don't sing like this. But this is MK Paulson, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to wow. Side Work Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. I'm your other host, Andrea Wallace. And like we said, MK Paulson. Here he is. Here he is. Nice to see you. I haven't seen you in so long. I know it's so great to be here. I wasn't sure if I should jump in before we got going or now we or when. lost our minds. <laughs> and last episode, we didn't introduce the show or ourselves. <laughs> who they knew who we are. Who it's all it? right there for them. They can read. Before they play it, <laughs> they get it. Um, so, Andrea, I was going through, I was just, you know, when you go through some photos uh, of the past month and you're like, what did I even take a photo of? Like, sometimes you go, you go crazy with it. And while we were at our friend Tom's opening of his new bar, The Fable, Tom's our buddy who uh, has an awesome karaoke company Ooh. here in LA and then just took over this great Eagle Rock place that used to be called The Old Chalet. Ooh. And uh, now it's renamed The Fable, but I had taken- The Old Fable. The Old Fable. <laughs> yes, yes, I should head on down to The Fable. I was, at this point, probably on drink number five and had started aggressively photographing the edible arrangements Someone gave him oh as a gift. I remember you. You're like flash. No, no, I shouldn't have done the flash. I'm gonna get back in there without the flash. No, I think the flash is better. But you- I, I am so sorry. I think giving someone an edible arrangement is an act of aggression. It was I, the biggest <laughs> edible arrangement I've ever yeah, seen. Can you describe this edible? <laughs> so you've seen, you've seen an the edible arrangement, correct? Yes, Which is just like a bouquet of fruit. Yeah, cut really nicely. It's typically melons and grapes and berries. I right. Think there's right, probably, right. I bet you can get like an upper echelons of like better fruit if you pay more money. Probably add like a tropical flair, like mango and pineapple. But this yeah. one was like it was all was over like the place. Grapes and melons and strawberries, and it had to have been oh no, like a foot and a half in diameter. Yeah, all around. Well, also, I mean, this <laughs> it took was, up an entire cocktail I love station. The idea. Who is sitting around? It's like yeah, let's send him an edible arrangement for that. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, a bar opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like no one. Oh, see, I got really mad because they went ham on this one and also filled it out with kale. Um, <laughs> I was like, uh, you're like, look at it. Uh-huh, I, I hate it. It. We'll it, it looks mean. It's like all garbage fruit and garnish. Uh-huh. And I was remembering it wrong. I thought there was also chocolate it's just on it. It's cruise like, fruit. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, Edible nobody... arrangement has a contract with Cruise Line. And all of that <laughs> leftover cruise fruit yeah. goes cruise in those fruit. bouquets. I wouldn't feed I that heard. fruit to my dog. <laughs> and no. I don't have a dog. And Dogs aren't supposed to eat grapes. That's true. They are not. And it does remind me, Arden Marine has 
one of the first jokes she ever wrote when she started doing stand up because we're all buddies with Art and Marine. We love her, but she had this really great bit about edible arrangements and that how they get left out in front of someone's door. And if they're not home to get it, you're coming home to like a fruit fly and raccoon situation. And then like pressure. So this is really fun. Um, Andrea, I sent you a link, which you've got open on your yeah. computer. I'll yeah, show yeah. you, too. I should have brought my uh, Apple computer. I did, well, you know what? I did not share it with you. Have you heard about the shirtless espresso bars in the Northwest? No. So apparently this is a hot new trend overtaking the Northwest all through Seattle, other areas, and their drive throughs like mm-hmm. we say, probably because they don't want you coming into close contact with the mostly naked people who are making coffee? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, there have been a few places that are in a bit of an uproar because they've closed one down, um, which was, so some are called like uh, Ladybug Bikini Espresso is what the female-centric ones are. And now the more popular is called, hold I on. I support this for objectifying men, not yeah. women. Yes. <laughs> can, can I have a double standard in that? I, your listeners should know I am a gay. Yes, I'm a gay. A- <laughs> we got a gay on the podcast. Uh, he's a uh, gay. I love saying a gay, not I'm gay. A- <laughs> I'm a gay. Uh, so, so the one, the one that, the one that closed was Barista Boys with Barista a Z. Barista Boys. Oh. I fucking but, love that. Is it with an I? See, I don't, I don't like it. No, if it's got with a, a Z. But it does God. have a B O Y Z. Exactly. I'm into that. It's better to me. But the um, there are apparently like 45 locations. And there'll be a two shirtless man team, and they're called uh, Dream Boys yeah. with a Z, which is like, girl, I mean, girls and boy, like, like you know, two <laughs> girls and a gay, let's get into my car and <laughs> go get some, as they're now abbreviating it, Spro. Oh, uh, go get a Spro? Want to go get a Spro? Spro spread. I'm using that. Go ahead. <laughs> because I call, uh, call me whatever you want on the pH scale. I am basic AF. <laughs> I, I feel like I support this uh, shirtless barista thing. I should also caveat: uh, I have decided that 2020 is the year of MK me uh, being scantily clad on Instagram. Oh, yes, doing it for the likes. I because, want it. Uh, yeah. I and shared it. We had a post this morning, and it is doing well. Let me see. Did you see the new one today? They did not see the newest, but I went and I um, creeped on your photographer friend, and he has a whole bevy of shirtless MK. Yeah, photos. there's a lot on that. Oh, this one is that right? I love it laying Jesus on <laughs> shirtless, laying on. Some I think asphalt. you should start like putting yourself on the cover of romance novels. Like that's oh, the that level of fun. hotness I'm getting. It's just for anyone out there, quick description: MK, you, you, what do you stand around six three, six four, six five, six five? This is six a foot handsome. We say <laughs> in the biz. And again. <laughs> Yeah, and silky blonde hair that's past his shoulders and a delicious beard mm-hmm. and he is a self-described big gay mm-hmm. lighthouse i am blushing mm-hmm. but long story short guys you gotta go through one of these dream boys drive through for your coffee it's a two-man situation probably one pulling your shots mm. frothing that milk taking the money and they said the tips are good because if you've ever Ever, every once in a while, be like, shoot, I only have enough money for the coffee. I'm a shit bag. Like, here's five cents. I guarantee when someone is shirtless, working that hard around hot beverages, you're going to be like, here's hot two bev. bucks. Here's my <laughs> thing is I've, <laughs> I've been a barista and the oil and the smell from those beans permeates your clothes. So just for it to like seep into your skin, these poor boys just must be like scrubbing themselves. Like they just smell like but roasted so beans. Hot. Are I they? <laughs> but you know what? I, I do th- want to see these like, if they're these guys in real life and I want to I do too. I'm going to go look them up. I'm all for people like being like have a good day. Like but if your idea is like I'm just you know, I go and get my coffee and I see that shirtless man and his other shirtless man friend, they tag team me while making my coffee. I get tag teamed every morning. And I'll have I, a double shot. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it's just, you know, and that's why I haven't slipped my wrists yet. You know, <laughs> I mean, sure. If that's the reason why people are enjoying this. Great. See, I like this because to me, sometimes a bar, like if you go to a bar and there's shirtless bartenders there, it's a similar concept. Right. But that's at the end of the day. And I'm like, right. This to, to me would be like, oh, day? I need to get my shit together and go work out. <laughs> These shirtless baristas over here are making me look bad. I got to get to the gym. Dude, that's that's <laughs> just the thing is like, I'm a great like I turn it out after 8 p.m. This mm-hmm. girl's looking good. Mornings and days. Oh, <laughs> Lord. But there's got to be like human. a jealous lover that's just like, I found this dream boy's copy cup in your car. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking whore. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like the new, like, do you remember? I mean, I don't know you guys' thoughts on this, but do you remember like when Hooters was like a thing? It's oh, like, yeah. we're going Wait, to Hooters. Hooters we're isn't a thing bad, anymore. You know? yeah. And now it's, it's like, like they, they try and... St- play themselves off as family-friendly restaurants. Right. Oh, it's all like those a, places. Too. Yeah. And it's it's become so normalized. I feel like this is what this, like, Coffee Boys, whatever it is called, this is what it would be. It would be, it start out, and then in 10 years, it's just like every barista is shirtless. Yeah, it's fine. It, it'll be like coffee shops will be code for a red, like a red light district situation. Oh, so yeah. It'll be, you know. Oh, my God. Just get get caffeinated in the morning and, like, have someone, like, finger you real quick. Oh, like, mm-hmm. let's I go imagine- full service. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to me before I've had my pan job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, I do. I, so I'm putting it on the merch list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, let's do some server submitted stories. I also think that I realized I was gay when I started calling all women gals. I think that was a big indicator that I knew. Anyway, hi, gals. I love your podcast so much. I want to give a holler out to my pal and co-server, Lauren, for telling me about you guys. What's I have up, a, Lauren? We love you, Lauren. I have a doozy of a story for you. I was working at this dive bar here in Portland a few years back, and I was having a conversation with one of the regulars, nothing out of the ordinary, when all of a sudden he decided to tell me that he and his girlfriend, who was also a regular, sing to each other as they made love. What? I tell you what, they say that people in the service industry wear two faces, the one they show the general public and the real one. Well, in this instant... In this, well, in this instance, I am certain I felt my internal face peeling back from my outward bartender face. <laughs> my outside face kept the pleasant smile and open expression while my true face squeezed in onto itself as if, <laughs> as if I mistakenly bit into a lemon while expecting an orange. I think I even managed an aww before I could excuse myself to go back to the kitchen to properly stick my finger down my throat. It got me thinking about how many of us hear things that we just really don't want to hear on a regular basis. I think that was by far the most cringeworthy. I think that was by far the most cringeworthy. If they had such a thing as an award for best acting performance by a bartender, I I would have at least been in the top five. Thank you for all you do. XO Shauna. Kiss hug. Kiss hug Shauna. (laughs) That that email was titled an Oscar worthy performance. Oh my God. So they good. To, I want to know how are you singing each other to sing. while you make love? I feel like any song you would sing at someone while you're making love is hilarious. Like it just doesn't belong. Yeah. Um, I mean, who am I to judge? It is Portland. They're usually 20 years ahead of us uh, in the sex arena, you mm. know, because they've they've exhausted every weird little dongle doodle diddler you I can fit if they in your have holes. Shirtless coffee is that shops. what Portland's known for? Portland's pretty kinky. Yeah. Hmm. Well, isn't it like Portland has like the highest number of strip like strip, strip clubs, clubs, strip bars uh-huh. yep. per capita? Per capita. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They have like the lesbian, vegan, pirate strip club. Pe- like some of the girls are actually. Uh, I don't know. They have people who are like amputees. Like you can get anything you want swinging yeah. around on a pole. So oh. yeah, go. Yeah. Portland's well, I want progressive. swinging around on a pole as a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Love me. Next story. Hi. Okay. First I want to say, I love you all. Hmm. And 
the pod. You're all so funny, and I tell my friends to listen. Thank you. Um, I've been a server slash bartender at various places for going on 20 years now. Currently, I work at a local diner-ish place that I love working at, but I work Sunday morning brunch, which we all know is, you know, yeah. It, not, it can be emotionally great. draining. Yeah. It's your double hockey. <laughs> at my restaurant, it is a highly coveted shift because it's the best money maker of the week. However, every Sunday, we get the worst, most high maintenance tables I have ever been forced to serve. <laughs> there is a group of eight, four couples, and every single person was on a different diet or had a different allergen. A typical order, and I'm not exaggerating, includes an open-faced, their preference, bacon English muffin sandwich with the muffin toasted burnt and the bacon crispy transferred onto the husband's cheeseburger. Yes. Yeah. Take the bacon off her sandwich and put it on someone else's cheeseburger. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck? Jesus. <laughs> I'm on like, and we, my brunch serving experience was no modifications. Yeah. You got like yeah. one modification. Also yeah. a fruit crepes with grapes only so that I have to go into the walk-in where I'm sl- when I'm slammed and personally make this dumb shit so that the kitchen won't murder me, which is very big of her. Uh, and they only want the ketchup that's been put into the ramekins for the to-go orders, not the bottles on the table. Fuck. Spoiler alert, the ketchup bottles get emptied into the ramekins, and then we get the clean bottles. Oh, my God. And it's all the same shit, basically. Um, A salad on a plate, not in a bowl. How dare we put it in a bowl? (laughs) (laughs) Who are these people? It's like, who sent you? Coffee from the machine on the other side of the restaurant because the one they're sitting right next to isn't hot enough. It's the exact same fucking machine. I could go on and on just silly with food mods and it doesn't stop with food because their drinks are just as annoying. One lady wants half cappuccino, half coffee. Her husband wants three quarter cappuccino and a fourth cup coffee. What? Yeah. They four out of four be getting on my last nerve. (laughs) (laughs) And one cable couple brings their own tea bags, which I've seen done hundreds of times. Um, but asks for lemon and honey and hot water. And what comes as a shocker to no one, they sit there for hours and tip 15% after their senior discount. Do you all have rats? Do you all have asshole regulars in your past that still haunt you? Yes, we do. Love you all. Keep up the good work, Brenda. Wow. That one was an odyssey in in just nebbish behavior. I don't even know. This is this is when you're like, hey, I think you just need to stay go, at home and eat home, your own edible arrangement. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'll send you an edible who arrangement. Was there? Who, who, <laughs> just go. who your address? And like, who was the first one to be like, oh, have you ever tried to have a cup of coffee with half a cup of cappuccino? Like, so, and this is the thing too, is like, what I want to bring up is like, I think as um, servers, and now I know our job is not necessarily always to be a barista, even though we've brought this up, but I highly suggest educating yourself on what makes what drink so you can immediately be like those are two separate drinks and you mm-hmm. are more than welcome to have a cup of coffee and also a cappuccino but they are not the same yeah you don't that's it, it does it's not a thing there's mm-hmm. drip coffee and then what they want is a tiny espresso with a little bit of foamed milk put on top of that first of all that's called a red eye add some steamed milk and that's going to be like a six dollar drink yeah so much of this i just would have been like oh no sorry i want to know what city this is in because i feel like this Mm. wouldn't fly in like new york la no or i feel like this is like a smaller market where the customers can get away with being jerks like this it's well I think it just depends on like the restaurant too. I mean, this could be a dinerish situation, like in a smaller right. Like, well, she yeah. says right that it's like dinerish, or was this yeah, the other it's place? a dinerish right. place, and that's you know, and that explains you know why they sit down there. This explains why they're like sitting down. If you are somewhat of a regular, you've probably sat all over the restaurant. You think you own the place because Mm -hmm. you come in that much. So you're like, use that coffee machine, not this one. I come here a lot, so I know. 
and it's it's really tough. We've talked a lot when regulars get super entitled, Ugh. and at some point, the restaurant has to come together and put a stop to it. Mm-hmm. Bye. Well, guys, thank you so much as always for submitting those server stories. Um, I know a lot of you are first time listeners, and so you you know you can just like drop those into our DMs. Uh, but just know that we also have a email address. Brooke, what is that email address? Sideworkpod at gmail.com. So either one you can go ahead and hit us up with, but we do prefer the old Gmail. It's been easier. It's just a lot easier to keep your submissions uh to just keep track of them and also copy and paste them into the document we read off of. Absolutely. So any fun stories you think you want to send our way, we are here to listen. We haven't talked about my illustrious career in yeah, the yeah. service industry. Let's just get it's into it before we get the into place. the, yeah. 16 to 20, working at a fried chicken restaurant called Chicken Express, <laughs> North Texas <laughs> premier fried chicken franchise. Chicken Express. <laughs> you have to say it as though you're having a stroke. I don't know why. It's just Chicken Express. <laughs> and... Oh, God, that was like, we would hook people, like in my hometown, it was actually like the very, kind of the, it was a fast food restaurant, but like the cool one to work Where at. was this? What hometown? Mineral Wells, Texas. Oh, right. Small town. I worked at the flagship. I don't want to brag. Cool I did. And when you're around that much age, uh, power at a young age, it really affects you. Anyway, I did work at the flagship and we would like hook people up and people like truly on Valentine's Day, people would come through. They'll be like, I'll get a four tender combo. I would give them 30 tenders. <laughs> I'm not. I like, I shouldn't be saying this publicly. I could probably get in trouble. I don't Retroactively know. still get I reprimand. Don't. We sure. know we've actually talked about people even like at like a McDonald's, like the person who would like give you like the extra nugget yeah. and like how it kind of, it makes the a goddamn day. Yeah. We called it the hookup. What is the statue of limitation? Now uh, 30 though is just for, it's, your, it's for your own. truly insane. Humorous pleasure. Yeah. It's like from a place of spite. <laughs> There's like some deep darkness in there. But it was weirdly like another the, act of aggression. Yeah, I, it was. It was weirdly the culture of the restaurant that you're like, yeah, you give people extra, and then sometimes we took it a little too far. Give me a moment. Thank you very much, you guys. Truly, I think my favorite job I've ever had was working at a high-end steakhouse in Fort Worth, Texas, called Riata, and I was a food runner. I wasn't actually a server because <laughs> I never got promoted. <laughs> I, was, I was too talented. They told me they wanted to keep me in the oh food runner my. position. That's. <laughs> Also, you were like a six foot five linebacker, just yeah. like barreling. I mean, you were actually how many really... did you carry at one time? I mean, I got to a point where I could do six or I could do seven, but I'd have to be loaded up. Hold like on, somebody hold would on. Have to load Look at the up. wingspan on this guy. Hold on, I'm gonna take. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! These weren't like light plates. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these were. Filled to the brim with I, heavy the, steaks inside. Heavy steaks and delish. Would there be like like a casserole like boats like on the plates too? Yeah, like, which would the probably real, adds at least a half pound the to the plate. The real was like we'd have these huge bowls of tortilla soup. Oh, no. And so you'd have a bowl and a plate of tortilla soup. And mind you, I am like, I'm a big guy now, but when I was in college, I was probably like 6'5 and like 180 pounds, like linguine style from Ratatouille. <laughs> just like, oh, you know, running around <laughs> with these huge plates. But I was good. They did. I think finally those people would drop them like and they finally like limit it to like you can only take three plates mm, for fair the enough. food runners. Enough of this showboating. Yeah. But so I did that and there were definitely some Valentine's Days that I worked there. And but I got to say, I love that job because being a food runner, I get tipped out from the servers. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a very like it's a nice steak restaurant. So they're like very like they're making it. They're yeah. making it. There's like career waiters and servers that work there. And um yeah, but we'd have like rich Republic. It's like Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, I so was just like, thinking too, like, and you know, like at least like a two person table is a hundred dollar check. Oh, for so sure. like the least they're turning a table is like 20 bucks right. at the low end, you know? Yeah. So, and I like definitely, I think there was a Valentine's day. We had one of the private rooms. Somebody got engaged mm-hmm. in the, in the, and they like bring food and you have to set it up in the bag and take they were it. Like, put, the ring in, put the ring in the steak. I just <laughs> throw it down. Put the ring in the steak. Like, yeah, yeah. Put the ring. <laughs> a medium rare steak. Oh, I did gosh, learn yeah. at this job though, this is where I learned, I mean, so many great steak jokes. Please. About the, you want to hear yep. some? Yeah, I here. mean, these are like the class. Like, God, I got to remember. My favorite, of course. Handing a steak, just put setting a steak down, and it, they wanted it rare. And you're just like, all right, you could put a band aid on that one, stick it back in the field. Am I right? That's a good steak. Gross. <laughs> I think you're supposed to talk about band aids on food yeah. and restaurants. Did someone say that to you? Or did you oh, say yeah, that? Oh yeah, all okay. the time. It's like a, it's like a, it's Texas. like a colloquialism in I think Texas. 
Stick a Band-Aid on that one. Oh, they go, this the one's field. still mooing. Yeah, this one's that's still mooing. That's a good one. But half of that job was me flirting with rich Republican women for tips. I love, I love it. it. And it was the best. And they, they loved fucking loved it. you. Because I was like, I feel like being the food runner is kind of like being the pool boy. It's like, you have your server and then I'm just like the side dish that's like. Yeah. Mm, you're the, and then you compliment like what they ordered and you're yeah. like, mm, yum. We're, 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 like our, Great our, choice. Our, our outfit was pearl snap. So we had to Ooh. wear like a black <gasps> pearl snap and a Ugh. black apron down to our like. Okay. Did in jeans. Any, and like did you tight s- jeans. snap a button ever? Were you like. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then chest my, hair and out then, and then we had like name tags that were like metal but they were like it was like did they horse. look like belt buckles and oh, I don't know okay, why yeah. everybody called me Marco okay and it, like my real name's Marcus and I go by MK now it's kind of taken over my life in comedy but Marco is a pool Marco boy name Marco is kind of like a pool boy uh, name it is 1000% like, a pool yeah, boy I was name. like the sexy food runner is I can I, I don't maybe sexy is an overstatement I was a little linguine I think it's okay to call yourself sexy I thank you you're I'm yeah. allowing it but yeah, those Republican women, they're just like, we're having brunch today. Bring me six wedge salads. It's where I fell in love with the wedge salad. Oh, I love a wedge Are y'all salad. a wedge, oh, yes. wedge fans? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a refreshing beverage if yeah. it were a salad. It makes no sense, but it is so good. I like... I love it, but I always thought it was so basic. And now it's the I can't only get salad that I'm like, overdress it, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give it a bath. Yeah. <laughs> it's truly, it's like eating chips, but it's lettuce instead of chips. Mm-hmm. It's just, that's the same. And yummy, yummy bacon. And then let's see. After that, I was a I was a food runner. Or no, then after that, I did wait tables at a restaurant in D.C. called mm-hmm. Logan Tavern. And that was very. I did that for like six months after I graduated college. Before I went to work on political campaigns. Mm-hmm. And then while I worked in politics, I was a, a bar back at a gay bar for two years. That's interesting. That's a really interesting insight. Mm-hmm. That like working for the government doesn't always pay like you want it to, mm-hmm. and not you got to get out there and not make those- more money. Yeah, entry level jobs, and so I yeah. love I love the moonlighting, very non political in a way by yeah. being like bar back at a super gay bar where you're like you know yeah. suit and tie, morning coffee, and then like yeah, daddy. Well, but it's also DC, so everybody's like working in politics in some capacity. Right, right? it's definitely an industry town because it feels that it economy. Was weird. I remember our chief of staff was like, I mean, the hill's very button up, even if you're a liberal or mm-hmm. like a you know, it can still have this conservative feel of just like yes. this is an old institution, and we're all kind of wearing suits that maybe don't make sense anymore. And I remember the chief of staff didn't really love that I was working as a bar back at a gay bar. And there was also serving at this, the pleasure of this member of Congress. But I'm like, you're paying me $25,000 a year. I can barely afford to live in this city. I have to have a second job. And you've <laughs> turned your life over to comedy. Yeah. Really? Well, I guess I have to go to work and take my shirt off. Yeah. So did you? I'm working at Dream Boys now. I never, did I take my shirt off at the, I don't think I ever was shirtless, but it was like tight black t-shirts and black pants. And I'm running around. I was just a barback. I wasn't a bartender. Right. <laughs> Again, too talented. Never right. got to remote. <laughs> Barbacks have an allure too because you stare at them as if they could maybe get you a drink. But and then can. you realize mm-hmm. they only sure looky, no touchy. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I have given such intense stares to people I've quickly realized I'm like, that's the barback. Sorry <laughs> oh, for okay, staring through your soul because like I wanted money at you for five minutes. Uh, Sorry, yeah. Amazing. All right, guys. Well, Let's look at some numbers for Valentine's Day, uh, shall we? Before you do that, could I mention Melody? And then you redo the... Sure. Okay, great. Just so it's not... I didn't mean to take over. No, we want it. Allies ask everyone's uh, background in the Mm -hmm. sermon. That's why I asked you if you'd wait a turbos. We just got to keep things moving along. Mm -hmm. Yep. Keep it going. We're going to wrap this up soon. Okay. Oh, well, I did want to say before, you know, before we go into the other insane, disgusting numbers that occur on this uh, day of all infamous days uh this place melody wine bar which i've talked about i really like them i may actually not they've been getting write-ups up the wazoo i've never been there it's so deserved they are wonderful they said they were gonna (laughs) hire me to wait tables so i may go hit them up well you know what it's smart to go after valentine's day is over because i wouldn't want to do their shift anyways but uh they are doing a very anti-valentine's day which i think is such an awesome stance for a sexy cool date spot to be they're they're basically kind of their whole vibe is they're like we're keeping it loose and easy we are tailoring it to be a low pressure night that has just has like a sexy vibe it's a wine bar they're like everyone get in here with your loved one we want you to get horny get some oysters Mm -hmm. get some delicious natural wine no pressure no reservations then you get out the door and they want you to like go home and fuck it's true like they are fully like we want it to be as like laid back and sexy as possible 
Is this on Valentine's Day? Or yeah, on Friday, a, they're oh, doing this where it's just like, yeah, no reservations. Just come be cool. Like, hang out in a low. Because that's the thing yeah, that you hate cool. is you get 90 minutes and then you have to get the fuck out because reservations are stacked on that day. Yeah. And they don't want to do business like that. And I really, really give them props for Good that. For them. That's cool. Yeah. All right, so getting into today's topic, uh, it is that time of year again. What day is it today? No, it's Valentine's Day. Okay, we're back. Here we are. How do you feel about Valentine's Day there, MK? Um, I am a perpetual single. <laughs> I have. A, yeah. I had a very nice Valentine's Day invitation uh, that I'm going to now on Friday night with one. Miss oh, for I Brooke will see Van you there. Yeah. Yay, I'm your date. <laughs> You're my Valentine. I don't know I if was... you know that, but you are my default. Okay, I'll yeah. let Drennan know. But yeah, it's he's cool. You're out, Drennan. He, well, he'll... we can tag team him. I'll you t- know what? I'll, I even... was gonna say we we talk about we're like who would we bring in the mix, and uh, I think he's always thinking a lady. But I'll be like, I got us something. No. He's taller what about than a you. <laughs> Well, last year we did this really fun uh, coverage of basically like who does what and free food and deals and all sorts of incentives you can get on Valentine's Day. Well, and I like it because it's inclusive for any kind of horrible relationship you're in at any income (laughs) level. This seems very non-gender discriminatory in any way. It basically is like, are you and your loved one stoned <laughs> the, the giveaways <laughs> or are you just stoned i think what's great about these are yes it's also not leaving out us single folks who want to just say hey it's valentine's day give me some free shit 7-eleven is partnering with postmates and ben and jerry's today they're giving away free pints of ice cream all the way through february 16th you guys so you can use promo code happy val or happy v-day upon checkout and get some ice cream interesting right weird and guess who's back on the list andrea and buka de beppo buka de beppo again <laughs> that's the buka bell anytime we say buka you gotta ring the bell nice um remember last last year was heart-shaped lasagna what yes and this year you get a free heart-shaped pizza i think it was like or lasagna for two. Oh, it was like, a lasagna love feast for, yeah, for two, two. Was yeah last year what it was and this year it's a heart-shaped pizza I with the sure. purchase oh purchase also they also item. have heart-shaped lasagna for two and it's wow lasagna wow. love feast that or sounds two, good. Right? Oh God. I'm like, I would do that every night. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else? Who else is Hooters? Doing? Yep. Okay, so I like what Hooters is doing. They're doing an event called Shred Your Ex. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's gonna be shred them and forget them. And you put pictures of your ex through an actual paper shredder, and then you get a coupon for 10 wings. Wow. <laughs> Shred your feelings, then eat your feelings. Exactly. That'd be so fun if you are with somebody new and you go there, but you take a picture of your ex. <laughs> so you can get free food for the yeah, date? just for the date. That'd be a fun date. So much of this is like just some stuff you can just eat all by yourself. It really is sad eating in the dark food. Um, Boston Market, limited edition Bay B-Back Ribs, spelled B-A-E-B-Y, Back Ribs, Bouquet. Ooh. It's a rib bouquet. As a single person, I'm on the market. The Boston market. (laughs) I can't stop eating. I'm very hungry. Uh, Tim Hortons to all our listeners in the great white north. Get a free heart-shaped donut with the purchase of any sized beverage on February 14th. Um, That's fun, huh? That's a good time. (laughs) I like all these buy one, get ones. And I'm like, yes. There's two of us that will be <laughs> when you show up. Yes, my lover is at home <laughs> waiting. He's so hungry. God, oh, this is fucking horrible. It, but there's a lot. This is this is a um a uh well, we could post it somewhere if you want to go get your free shit, y'all, but uh it's hilarious. People and that's the thing that we're we're talking about once yeah. again is how everyone feeds into this chaotic frenzy of I mean, Valentine's Day. It's a Day. big econ- economic boom. And especially, you know, coming off Christmas where there's a little bit of a financial lull, which we have talked about, like, you know, a very quiet, a dark January for people in the industry. Like 
this is the big first boom that like kind of puts everybody's like money back in their wallet, not just in the food and beverage industry, but across the board for all this shit that is included with Valentine's day. Um, so that's definitely what we are talking about today for sure. I mean, and, but like not to mention that like uh, a year ago, if you guys actually, I think the name of the episode was, um, lasagna love feast for two yeah. and Beth yeah. Stelling was our guest. And it's really fun. Cause we really, really go in on, everything pertaining to just the horrifying sea of two tops that suddenly every oh, restaurant yeah. and they turn and burn it the reservations. Like For it's, me, it always feels like an attack because I'm so single. Yes. I'm just like, yes. You know? Yeah. And so, I mean, we're going to, you know, just briefly recall all that bullshit, but then go a different direction, which Andrea did some awesome research on for the other side of it too. But like, it's a nightmare. The restaurant industry folds to the demands of this super, at this point, corporate silly holiday. Mm -hmm. It's a moneymaker. And so people start making reservations like eight weeks in advance. Forget it. If you just want to get dinner on Valentine's Day, go fuck yourself. It is for lovers only. It's like brunch on Mother's Day at this point. Absolutely. Or Easter. But, you know, I would even say, and as a person who goes out to eat, I, I wouldn't set foot in a restaurant no. and I have a, a, a married mm-hmm. person like you know, know on Valentine's Day and because we were both in the service industry for so long it is like it is a it is a very jaded holiday it um, is and we all know from doing it several years in a row it's amateur hour it's mm-hmm. the worst people who are amateurs at relationships mm-hmm. you know scrambling mm-hmm. to, to, <laughs> to finally do that one nice thing for their significant other and it's usually a lot of people who have very dysfunctional relationships where one or the other is like, I guess we better go celebrate something. You're I guess it's, we're just supposed to do this because it's what society says we're supposed do you, to do. Yeah, like I feel like that's so fun. Like it's so interesting to me that like you pick up this cult, like I don't know, just this thing that everybody else tells you you're supposed to. It's like be original. Like right. just do something that you're not like gobbled up and fed to you like a little bird that you're you supposed to I mean like a giant do. teddy bear holding a heart isn't original? <laughs> is that, <laughs> is that an original? Andrea? What if it went? Okay. <laughs> I had one I had one speared onto the top of the edible arrangement I was sending you for Valentine's Day. Yes, impaled. Somebody an edible arrangement for Valentine's Day. That's original. Uh, just could, yes. And, and just like and with a note that says I hate you, but it's like totally. your it's like your girlfriend yeah. or boyfriend. For an extra fifteen ninety nine, you could add a sodomized teddy bear to the top of your edible yeah. arrangement. <laughs> For an extra five ninety nine, send yeah. us a list of everything they're allergic to, and we'll build a heap of death. <laughs> Okay, so according to the uh, National Retail Federation, those celebrating the holiday this year, Valentine's Day, plan to spend an average of 106, oh, I'm sorry, $196.31, which is up 21% over last year's previous record. Um, so that totals $27.4 billion that will be spent on Valentine's Day, and that's up 32% from last year. 32 percent which is just last like, year? from last year i do not know why i do not know who is spending more money I, I don't know if people are just like i'm so sad and shit's so crazy we'll just like hold on to love because we have valentine's day you know another thing that has become and gone up by 20 percent is gifts for pets which i thought was <laughs> very fun mm-hmm. so pet spendings uh pet spending is expected to total 886 million dollars for valentine's day so that your dog knows that you got them some carob chocolate. Yeah, like a heart-shaped uh, bone and a heart, like a like a, a, a little Cupid chew toy. I mean, the illusion of your dog loving you is very <laughs> real. They want food. They want their <laughs> things. They know how to be manipulative, manipulative little bitches, and they do this all day, every day. And the idea of letting your dog know that they're your valentine when this whole charade we do is just you this, still love me. We right? use each other, all right. We use each other, but oh my, oh my God. God. Um. So with all this, you know, we we're talking about that. There's so many other jobs, just other than being in like the restaurant industry, that play into making the wheels of Valentine's Day turn. Um. So many other service jobs, specifically. Mm-hmm. So I want to go over a few of those guys and start with the flower industry. Um. So. This is really interesting. Um, looking into like how flowers 
fuel Valentine's Day, but this is the biggest time for florists to shine, especially local florists um, who only have this tiny window to like basically stay afloat for the rest of the fucking year, right? It's insane. Small business florists have decreased by 45% since 2001. Because of like because edible of, arrangements. Because of edible arrangements. You heard it here first. <laughs> no, or like flowers.com. Well, yeah, because I've used it. You can do it everything before. online and mm-hmm. no one. So support box? your local florists if you're going to go out there and buy roses for your boo. But you know what it really comes down to is just the industry itself. It's a global industry for us to get our fucking long stem roses mm-hmm. on Valentine's Day or people who like really celebrate it. So the flowers you're going to buy for next year get planted basically right after valentine's day this year most of them are coming from colombia and ecuador so south america um there's smaller batches that are like bought in auction at auction in holland which is a whole interesting thing but if we're really talking about <laughs> the like carbon fucking footprint that's what i'm really that like about. happens for you to get those roses because what happens is they get picked in South America, and then it's just basically just like this tunnel of refrigeration that starts right. and comes yeah. all the way north, like refrigerated airplanes, refrigerated trains, refrigerated like trucks, mm-hmm. where all of these flowers have to stay at a very specific degree so they don't get moldy and don't turn mm-hmm. um, to then get them delivered to you, like at your front door or at your office. You know, it's really interesting, and all the fucking jet fuel involved in all of it. On a green note, I think it is harder to like. I mean, if you can source your flowers and know where they're coming from and support local florists, this is a way to do it. Have rose bushes. There you go. Ooh. Or just go, just go hack into your neighbor's uh, roses in their in their yard. Yep. Um, that is a good what? way to do it. What do you What do you have a surplus of? I've got more Meyer lemons, and I don't know what to do with if you're, you're getting a, some Valentine's hey, lemons. You should start word. your own edible arrangement company. Yeah, you go. Absolutely, <laughs> it's just lemons on sticks, <laughs> and you give them to people. Next industry would be like spa and beauty. So this one's personal for me. Oh, right, so right. I'm an esthetician. I do skincare for a living. I've done oh it God, for. Can we talk about some tips for me. Fifteen years. I went straight from restaurants <laughs> right into the spa industry. Um, so Valentine's Day is fucking huge are people getting all prettied up for friday already people are getting well where i work now it's i for some reason where i work now it because it's like a little boutique situation holidays don't really affect us which is interesting but i did work at a bigger place um in chicago that was like that where you're getting well yes you're getting waxed for the day but what we're talking (laughs) more is like couples coming in specifically for couples packages where you're getting like a massage a couple's massage in the same room together and Mm -hmm. then just like being at a restaurant you get like that rose a free rose or like that free glass of champers you guys can share together and this is all still service industry you are catering to people like you're literally massaging people you're like catering to them like big time and their needs and there's a lot of expectations that come along with it and then there's a lot of like you know we talk about valentine's day being kind of like an amateur day specifically because people only go out for that when people go to day spas there can be a little bit more of an amateur feel and vibe for that because they've never had it done before dudes take their ladies and they're like nobody's touching me I want like a dude touching me in the massage room or like I have I know massage therapists when there's a couple's massage going on where the dude is like you touch touching my lady next and it's just like (sighs) it's so I mean isn't there like to me couple's massages don't seem romantic no zero to me I'm like you go in your room and get a massage I'll go in my room and get a massage and it's also like not supposed to be sensual no it's not sensual it's it it's isn't. just a, it's an it's an experience you're supposed to share together relaxation and whatever you know you see photos like stock yeah. photos of like couples actually like holding hands while they're like getting massaged and by two like, separate no, people no, no, on a no. beach i mean listen, yeah. if if my guy had his like dick inside me you know while someone was rubbing both of us <laughs> that would be hot like and then all then you're singing we got and then you're singing to each other exactly. you're all singing the same song at the same time you look like you have strong hands mk so friday night it is tonight it is oh buddy my God. so whether it's like going to that spa or like going to get that updo for the big night out or going to get that v right. or that p waxed um because that well, does happen or that bh gotta get that bh, BH clean gotta 
Gotta for V-Day. Get the BH, yep. Um, or getting, you know, fun, fancy nail art for Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, which is very much a big thing now. You can fucking tip also all these people. Yes, And you just so you know, the spa and beauty industry standard is the exact same as the food and beverage standard. So like 20% across the board is what you should be giving to these people. Agreed. A kaboom. These people. <laughs> these <laughs> amazing, people. these amazing, people. my people. Thank Your you. People. <laughs> these, these amazing humans that are putting like their skills and heart and soul especially you know into you so yeah and making you relax and feel beautiful and pampered <sighs> hotels are an interesting thing so like why descend on a restaurant for a few hours and make your server hustle you know too much when you can infiltrate a whole fucking hotel for the weekend <laughs> just to prove your love to somebody right oh, I'm shuddering thinking about the Ace Hotel this oh god you can weekend. eat there you can spa there you can fucking you can get a rose Petal covered bone zone for just yep. you and your loved one for the weekend. And like, this shit is a lot of money. This one that I read is so crazy. Again, with the weekend packages, like getting people in. Uh, the Harborview Inn in Charleston, South Carolina, recreates the romance of the notebook. One of the most watched, most cried over love stories of the early 2000s with Noah and Allie's timeless romance experience. The package includes a visit to an ice cream store, dancing in the middle of the street in front of Charleston's iconic American theater, plenty of romantic dinners, and more visits to landmarks from the film from $2,000. People fucking pay it. Weekend. It goes from amateur hour to amateur night to amateur weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, yeah that that just makes me want to go walk into traffic. Hearing, yeah, like, I mean, lady, like, truly, like who's booking this for who? You know, cosplay is hilarious. Clearly, you're in a couple that understands. Like, hey, we both like role play. This is really fun for us. So maybe that is like the perfect thing, totally. for you and your partner. Who you're like, hell yeah. Maybe there's like furry hotel packages exactly. you can have for the weekend, which is so amazing. much more fun. I mean, I kind of love the idea. I love the idea of being able to have like kink packages. Like for the weekend for Valentine's Day. And I mean, if they exist or anybody knows, like, please send them our way. But I think that's a lot more appealing to live at a uh, fantasy for Andrea, a weekend. It's called Google. Let's oh, look it up. Wait, <laughs> that Google's up. your kink? <laughs> You're like, if anyone knows of anything, I'm like, let me Google it. Hey, I'm allowed talk. to talk to her. <laughs> Fuck you, say shit like that. I'm kidding. All no, the time. I know, I know. Kink her kink is making me feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about chocolate really quick. So that crappy box of chocolate might be more evil than you think, actually. So uh, in West Africa, where two-thirds of the world's cocoa is produced, the chocolate industry is associated with rampant deforestation. The Ivory Coast lost 80% of its forests over the past 50 years. Much of that deconstruction is as a consequence of desperate farmers and consumer demand. Um, so like basically like prices will be slashed. Um, and then all these like chocolate farmers are scrambling to like keep afloat. And so they cut down forests and build more chocolate, uh, co- cocoa plants. So the next time you just think about like your ethically sourced chocolate, is I, all was, I'm saying. I was going to say, we're, we're, we're hearing more and more about the ethics of chocolate. Yep. And when you really do look into it, I mean, there are ethics behind almost any product. Anything you can, you can probably do but right now this is another time of year where people go well christmas is huge for chocolate easter is huge for chocolate but valentine's day has probably got to be the number one offender oh yeah for sure absolutely so just make sure it's ethically sourced and you know even like if you're supporting like a local chocolatier make sure you know they know where things are coming from speaking of chocolates if you want to break up with somebody uh in a good way on valentine's day heinz ketchup has relieved (laughs) ketchup flavored truffles uh yeah 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 Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, basically they're limited edition. Believe it or not. Good. Um, they come in a little Heinz packaging. Yeah. The treats are described as tangy but smooth, FYI. Um, but I think that they're a little bit more horrific and weird. And they're But they're sold the fuck out also. So if you can get your hands on a Heinz ketchup uh, tomato truffle box of chocolates, Good luck to you. But if someone, if I like were to get one of those for Brian, I'd be like, happy Valentine's day. And he'd be like, you're right. You're right. I'll pack my bags and leave. Other things that we uh, want to talk about too, is like, 
self, like getting yourself presence. Is it is that mm. that industry is also up? It like really people, is. The whole idea behind Galentines, which I know mm. you're all about, because I love a Galentine. You love day. a gal, and you love, I love Galentines. A gal. You would have a Galentine. I want a Galentine's Day. I'm gonna call it Broventines. 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 I've been noticing the uptick. You're seeing it now is like a trendy hashtag. Mm-hmm. Insta worthy word is it really encourages ladies who are single because this market does make single people feel there's a lot of shame awful. in the game there's a lot of the, shame in the what, game people get incredibly lonely and well, isn't there that one day in in asia china that's like singles day and it's like the biggest day and you buy things for yourself i, oh, I love that it's like their equivalent of their black friday it's like the biggest sales day of the year Uh, So this is a tip that I actually heard on another podcast. I believe it was one of NPR's life hacks. They, and I never knew this, but on your car, uh, if you're ever driving a car that you don't know what side the gas tank is on, if you look at the little gas symbol, there will be a little arrow on the left or right on your dashboard, and it'll tell you what side of the car your gas tank is on. MK, thank you for being here. Oh my god, it's my honor. Thank you for having me. And the podcast you have right now is called Roommates? Yeah, we have a. I have a roommate's podcast called The Roommates for Life that I uh, run with my dear friend and roommate, Simon Gibson. Check He's us out. He's funny and great. He's and the best. His family yeah. has the coffee shop, right? Yeah, his uncle was, uh, yeah, they're kind of yeah, Simon worked at Cafecito. He'd be a yes. great guy to have on the That's, podcast too. He's a he's yeah. a barista for a bar a barista. He was a barista <laughs> for a, several for quite a while. So amazing. Where can we listen to your podcast? Uh, Spotify, iTunes, you name it. Roommates, the number four life L Y F E because we don't want anybody to be able to find it. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost impossible. So please. Oh no, we'll post about it. Yeah, to and link up. You can always follow me on Instagram. See those uh, the year twenty twenty those shirtless pics of M K on the gram. Oh baby. Uh, at M K Paulson P A U L S E N. And of course, our parting thought, as much as we you know looked at all the other industries that get hit, probably under tipped by amateurs on this day of all days. Uh, please, again, if you are going out to celebrate valentine's day be on best behavior best 20 percent at least for your server servers be brave be strong this can be a great night financially especially if there's that autograt um get through it once you're done tonight go get a nice stiff drink celebrate with your friends or your loved one but like this is a rough day like this is like d-day for servers and service industries so <laughs> d-day yep um and so you know what we say at the end of every episode especially on valentine's day Godspeed and and good good tips. tips. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Side Work. Uh, We'll be back next week. And please, please, please subscribe, rate, review. Tell your coworkers at the romped about our podcast. I just called it a romp. You romp. You guys are our Valentine's days. Those are our Valentine's year, you guys. We love you. It's true. Drink some Spro and then go eat at a romp. (laughs) Bye. Bye.